Welcome to The Insider with Delaney Caulfield. Today I'm sitting down with spectator, feature, editor, not editor, reporter, John Wells. Editor, reporter. So you do it all here. Uh, yeah, you yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great to be here, Delaney. Thank you very much, John. Uh, we're going to be talking about your six-part series on Hamilton's waterfront. Yes. Uh, fascinating. I've been deeply enjoying each part. I feel like every time I'm reading something totally new and different, I've lived here my whole life. I was born here, and there's still something new to be found in this wonderful city. Uh, yeah, well, well, thank you, first of all. Yeah, no, I'm getting some nice uh, feedback on it. I, I think the harbor is one of those places where, uh, like you say, there's there's always something new happening, and mm -hmm. there's there's a little uh, nooks and crannies in there that, uh, you know, even those who have lived here a long time haven't experienced, and I think that's the, the value in doing a, a story, a series like this, is trying to maybe uh, introduce or reintroduce uh, an area to people like that. Totally, yeah. And in your story, you write about the, the waterfront as a people place. Mm -hmm. So what does a people place look like for you? I think that, uh, you know, uh, I, I mentioned this in the story mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, your definition of what a people place is in part depends on where you stand and, and, uh, and, uh, and who you are. Uh, my, you know, if you'd asked me that question, you know, a couple months ago before I started to work on the story, I would have said, you know, people places where you have parks and uh, recreation mm -hmm. where people can gather and, in the case of the harbor, uh, beyond the water, and uh, I, I think that's still true. And that's that's kind of what I think of as a people place. But at the same time, as I mentioned the, in the piece, um, it, it occurred to me after spending a lot of time with um, people who work in industry on the harbor and uh, uh, make their living there, and, and including sailors uh, docking in port from around the world. That mm -hmm. uh, it's a place for them too. That they're that's, it's, it's their people place. It's where they make their living. Absolutely, it's a, a huge economic driver. Uh, for the city and, and, and jobs beyond the harbor, so uh, uh, so I, I think it's a you know it's a broad definition of what a of what a people place is, and uh, but you know, but for me to answer your question, you know, yeah, it is a kind of place where someone who who doesn't work there or uh, owns a boat there mm -hmm. can still enjoy totally, and, um, and, and that's uh, it's become a lot more of that kind of place than it was decades ago, that's for sure. Absolutely, I think it's a good thing to keep in mind too for other people to remember that it is based on industry, right? There's people that work there and you can't mm -hmm. just shove them aside and just create parks everywhere, right, for everyone here. Well, that's right, you know, I, I think it's easy to, to, you know, the word industry has, and not always for, for, for you know, the wrong reasons, mm -hmm. uh, has, you know, there, there, there has, uh, there's a negative side in terms of the environment and, and that sort of thing, but, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, I, there's, you know, I, I wrote my opening piece. I sort of, I sort of led off with, um, you know, welders in uh, at Hooper Welding, mm -hmm. uh, working on these massive cylindrical projects and sparks flying. And there's, you know, and this is coming from a guy, me. I can barely in, uh, install a light bulb. <laughs> but I think there's, a, there, you know, there's a, there's a certain beauty in, in the work they're mm -hmm. doing, and they're, mm -hmm. you know, and, and certainly in terms of the the size of the projects they're doing, and that they put these things on ships. Uh, and and you know move them uh, out in the ocean and down the Mississippi and across the world and that, that there's a certain poetry to that I Absolutely, think. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So I tried to bring that out as well. You know, e even as someone who, you know, I'm a, I'm a beach guy. I like mm -hmm. I like reading a book by the water um, as much as anybody. Um, but you know that that diversity in the harbor is what makes it an interesting place. Totally. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. and diversity is just more coming for the harbor front with the mm -hmm. condo development and everything else that's going down right now. Well, that's right. Yeah, and so more diversity, sort of the you know that uh, the other way. I mean, for you know in terms of the history of the harbor, mm -hmm. where it was dominated by industry for so many decades, and then you have this sort of opening in the '90s 
into the 2000s, having some public access to it as a people place for the general public, in addition to those who, who um, belong to yacht clubs and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and now we have this, as I described, sort of a great sort of leap um, in, in terms of uh, these residential uh, units coming into play that are planned. They haven't been built yet, but that, you know, the you know, 3,000 people, uh, at least is the plan that they'll, they'll be living down well. there. Yeah, and that's, yeah. so that's a, that's a big, a big change in, in, uh, in the diversity of the, of the West Harbor. Mm -hmm. But still, the, the, the vast majority of the harbor is dominated by industry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, you know, they're in no danger of losing their, their waterfront space, that's for sure. And do you think there's like a peaceful coexistence is possible between these, you know, industry players and the condo owners? I know that you wrote about dust getting mm -hmm. and bothering some of the boaters. They have to wash it off every time they right. take their boat out. Yeah, I, you know, I, when I went down there to interview a, one, a boater, John mm -hmm. Heron, and he had a you know, beautiful, long, white sailboat. And, uh, uh, you know, he would say, oh, you know, John, you know, rub your finger along the side of the boat here. And, and some of the, some of the sort of grime that I hadn't really noticed mm -hmm. would come off the boat. He says he washes it all the time. And this is from the, the dust blowing over from the, the grain terminals that are right next door. Um, and so he wonders, and, and that's a guy who, he's not opposed to the residential development. He right. says, you know, you know, sure, bring your people down. But he, he wonders, and I've had emails from people, it's interesting, uh, uh, from a couple of readers talking about, you know, how these condo owners going to react when they start, you know, seeing some of the dust blowing over and some of the pollution. Mm -hmm. um, and so that will be, that will be a challenge, you know. I mean, the, the, the peaceful coexistence so far, I mean, you had, you know, there were some uh, people uh, who were big in industry and who owned businesses in the harbor who didn't want sort of having much uh, of the sort of the recreational development of the West Harbor at all. Mm -hmm. So, we, so we, 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 but we saw some of this, um, uh, you know, bounce back uh, on the West Harbor to allow recreation, the parks, and so on. Right. Um, and, and they're existing, uh, you know, peacefully, you know, with, with this sort of this a bit of a buffer zone there. But now to put in these. Condo units and so on—that's that is a, a much bigger step, and uh, so it remains to be seen how that will how that will play out. Mm. Um, you know, I, I quoted you know the, one of the, the architect, uh, one of the architects of the project, talking about you know that that's to him, to his eyes, that's sort of the beauty of the of the development is that it'll be sort of riding this knife's edge between uh, you know the West Harbor and recreation and sort of the the beautiful conventionally beautiful side of Hamilton. Uh, and you could add into that the arts district of Names mm -hmm. North and all that, with the East Harbor, the hardcore industrial side of the harbor as well. And so, you know, th there will be people who will be drawn to that as as a as a, an interesting um, dichotomy. You know, yeah. uh, uh, bit of a balancing act between it all, really. It is, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I've, I've written in the past a bit, and uh, you know, I'm also you know fascinated by the beach strip area. You know, and and when I used to interview people there and so on, and you know, the beach strip, you know, it's right almost like underneath the skyway yep, practically yep. and you can hear the traffic pounding away on the, on the, on the highway and but you know but property values have skyrocketed mm -hmm. there because it's on the water and the skyway for it's all it's um it's uh you know the size and the noise uh it's it's kind of quirky it's a quirky area and, and people enjoy living there and so maybe the you know maybe the harbor will be like that too where it's it's not for everybody that's mm -hmm, for sure mm -hmm. but that there'll be certainly a few thousand people who would who would pay uh Fair bit of money to live there. Oh, do it definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who would? I mean, to me anyway, it's like who wouldn't want to live right on the water? You know, you're connected to the water and yeah. the nature and everything. Well, it's that's all right. Around it, you, right. Yeah, I mean, the parks are the. It's the first. You know, you have the and, and this. You know, some some residents probably don't. You know, well, I know don't like this. You know, you, <laughs> you have the north end, 
uh, neighborhood. Mm -hmm. That's always been the community that's, uh, uh, at least on the, on the, on the bay side, uh, 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 you know, that was close to the water. And now you have this other sort of little community that's sort of right on the edge of the water. But uh, I mean, a, a, any, any um, survey or community in, 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 uh, in the lower city um, uh, has, has issues, whether it's your, your, your next door to, to, to bars or, or industry or, or busy roads mm -hmm. or that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, there's always challenges, I suppose, no matter where you live in, in, a, in a real urban setting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, this, certainly this, this waterfront tourist community, that, you know, they won't have busy roads <laughs> with, you know, with, with truck traffic and things blasting by like that. It yeah. wouldn't be noise. It would be, be quite quiet, I would mm -hmm. think. But, uh, but, yeah, the air quality will be another issue. And, and I think this is why, you know, the, the, you know, with the planning approvals yet to come at the provincial level uh, with the LPAT, uh, what mm -hmm. used to be the Ontario uh, Municipal Board, um, you know, you, you have the, the grain companies are uh, have applications uh, submitted for that, and I think you know they they may have concerns about you know is the city going to sort of limit their production during certain hours? I, you know, I don't know how it works, but I wonder if that that'll, that will need to be ironed out. Yeah, certainly yeah. Uh, as well. So there's there's uh, there, there's that political question uh, to be uh, to be worked through. Definitely, I know another challenge like for me when I was down during the long weekend. Uh, something called the night market it was like a food kind mm. of festival i just noticed the water creeping up closer mm. and closer and you had some light fixtures in the water now mm -hmm. and that must be a concern for for you know the city and for anyone that's looking to buy property down there right i mean that and that's uh at one point i think one of my earlier drafts i i sort of had mentioned it but then i, I didn't have time to sort of get into it mm -hmm. in, in detail or with any with authority but the uh yeah i mean you had this sort of mother nature climate aspect of this you know we're, we're dealing with a, a massive body of water and, and low-lying land and uh you know we've had this coming up the season where there was a lot of flooding of the, the waterfront trail uh down on, on the bay and uh you know when i was interviewing the the, the boater down near williams uh, there on the harbor and the the, uh, the parking lot to the uh, one of the yacht clubs, I think it was Leander Yacht mm -hmm. Club, was, was flooded. You know, people were driving their cars through the water for fun. <laughs> At least the day I was <laughs> sure, there. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Recreation. Um, so, and, and you know, with the infrastructure uh, work going on at the Pier Eight site where the residential development was going, they're they're uh, adding fill to to raise the the land level because this is, this is low lying land. So, but yeah, with I mean. If we continue to have rising water levels, how you know what, what what's required for that from mm -hmm. an engineering standpoint? Is that a concern going forward when we're you know, talking about decades and ahead? And these are the sorts of things that no one probably knows what what will happen. Yeah. Uh, but that, that that is a wild card for sure. Wow. John, you've done years of work in different stories for this Hamilton Harbor and the waterfront. Mm -hmm. So for you, what do you see as like your ultimate vision or a dream? Um. Well, it, it's been it's been really interesting to uh, to see the evolution, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, uh, for this series, you know, especially for the for the for part one, uh, you know, reading some of the uh, our, our file stories, and um, you know, uh, as always, I go back and read some of Paul Wilson's work. He, he wrote a lot about the harbor and trying to. Uh, he did a one piece where he tried to ride his bike from you know the, all along the West Harbor, right. and, and he kept being interrupted by fences <laughs> and things like that at a time when people were saying that, you know, it had become a people place again. So there's all these, these, these growing pains. And then I look back at some of the stories now. I mean, I've been, I've been at the spec now since 1997. And now some of the older stories are my stories, <laughs> uh, which is uh, good, I guess. Um, but um, so it's been neat to be sort of a part of that growing 
history of the, mm -hmm. of the harbor, of the, of the waterfront. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I think it's wonderful. I, you know, I, uh, I grew up in, for the most part, in London, Ontario. Uh, that, uh, you know, it's a city that's not, it doesn't have a lot of geography. It's, mm -hmm. it's pretty flat and there's, there's not really water with, you know, within the city, you know, the Thames River, I guess. But I was struck when I came to Hamilton about the geography, mm -hmm. the escarpment and the, uh, the beach strip and the, and the harbor. I hadn't spent any time in Hamilton, so I was really struck by all that. So I really enjoyed writing about um, those, those aspects. I think I still, you know, still want to go to the, down to the, the harbor today and, uh, you know, have a, have, a, have a cappuccino on the patio there at Williams yeah. or, uh, or walk on a trail or, or go to the beach strip or something like that for a story. It, it, I still find it exciting. I still uh, enjoy the geography of it all. Mm. And, um, and so, I, you know, I think, I think it's, it's, it's it, you know, the, the, the waterfront's in a, great, in a great place and evolving in a really interesting manner. Um, I think for me, I mean, when I first, I, I, you know, when I first saw the waterfront, I didn't sort of lament, oh, they could do so much more with it because right. it, it just, it was what it was. And I thought it was cool that it was there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you can always find these diamonds in the rough even, uh, you know, I write a little bit in the series about this um, fisherman's pier um, out right by the Canada Center for Inland uh, Waters, right by the lift bridge, right, right, the yeah. far east side of the harbor. And, uh, you know, the Port Authority wants to turn it into more of a, a people place, have some summer um, pop-up events and stuff okay, like that. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, there's a, there's a pier there, people fish there. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a little bait shop, which is all run down, and there's a cranky guy that works there uh he used to work on his people skills but uh, he, he was a nice enough fellow i shouldn't say that but uh he didn't want his name using the story i'm not sure what he had to hide but um uh but so this is a place you know and barry granted a little video i was there and it's kind of like it's a very rustic kind of patch of yeah. public uh, land that um some people would probably frown upon thought why do you want to go there but to me it's kind of again it's these little sort of hidden gems and quirks totally. uh, that, that Hamilton, I think, is, is, is famous for. So, Absolutely. So, so, so I think the harbor's come, it's come a long way, and, and, and no matter where it goes, it, it's an interesting place and a, and a great, great fodder uh, for, for writing about. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you very much, John, for sitting down. I feel like we could discuss this all night, really. There's so many different elements to it, yeah, your story. Yeah, well, well uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. For The Insider, this has been Delaney Caulfield.